What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Stormont Podcast with your boy, KJ Fielder, man. Today, we got a real special guest, very special, smart young lady, you know, pretty cool. Uh, her name is Karis Octavia Shanklin. I gave you the whole government name. Yeah, don't put my whole government. Too late, I put the whole government out there. And today, we talking about separating from the pack. So, hopefully, she got some, some insight for us, some nice wisdom. She's pretty smart, you know, pretty spiritually developed. So, be ready to be enlightened today. And we're going to get straight to it, I guess. So first off, Karis, tell us about yourself. Hey, everybody. He already put my government out there. So my name is Karis. I'm 22 years old. I'm from Hanover, Maryland. Been there all my life. I live in Glen Burnie now. Um, separated from my parents a few months ago. And I'm currently a nurse at the University of Maryland in Baltimore. And I'm just chilling. Uh, tell us, how's it living by yourself? Uh, different than I expected. I mean, I had roommates in college, but I mean, it's it's just like that. Having roommates in college, dishes, cleaning, the bathroom, food. Um, so it's been okay. It has its ups and downs, but I do miss living with my parents just because they pay for everything. And I don't have to worry about, you know a lot of different stuff now i have to worry about much more but it's been cool all right be real be real what's better living at home or living in your own place doing what you want to do per se uh living by myself getting able being able to do what i want to do coming and going as i please is probably the best thing i don't have to i mean i have accountability but i can just if i want to go to walmart by myself i can just get up and go Man, to everybody, to, to everybody listening, I'm telling you, get your own stuff. Get your own car. Get your own place. I'm telling you, there's nothing like it. Mom and daddy's cool living with you. Grandma's cool living with you. But I'm telling you, ain't nothing like want to go to Walmart at 3 in the morning and not having to ask for, to, can I go to Walmart? Get your own stuff. Yeah, that's the, that's get cool. your own. Like, do do your own thing, man. Because I always tell them, man, be free. Because we grown. It may not feel like it, but we, you know, we 21, 22. We still some kids, but we grown technically. So, man, it's good to do what you want to do. And we ain't doing nothing too wild anyways, I don't think. So um, next off, we're going to get to, you, you ready to get spiritual? You, you ready to get the, you want to do some more small talk first? Uh, let's do it. Let, let, let's do some small talk first. Okay. Uh, okay. Tell us what made you want to become a nurse. Uh, I wanted to be a nurse because I love people. Um, I don't know. I always wanted to be a doctor. I still want to be a doctor, but I think to start, I wanted to be a nurse just so I can see how it feels to interact with patients and to develop um relationship with my patients so I think that's probably the reason I wanted to be a nurse just to get patient interaction before I go become a doctor because once you're a doctor you're in the room for maybe 10 minutes then that's it so Mm. my big thing was patient relationship so that's why I started off as a nurse and what was your dream job as a kid uh dream job I wanted to be a doctor during the week I wanted to be a pediatrician during the week and a chef on the weekends I wanted to have a successful restaurant and heal people and what's your dream job now um dream job now i want to be a doctor still uh mm, i do want to be a doctor but i think my dream job is to be an artist i want to be an artist a very successful artist an artist of what type um drawing or singing yeah no like painted i want my paintings in museums i want to be recognized as like a real good artist an artist okay yeah all right and um all right so we're we gonna get to the real stuff now y'all okay. 
Today we're talking about separating from the pack and noticing that you're different and being content and being okay with being different and being what God calls you to do. And this is something that me and Karis have both been through in life. We both realized that when God calls you, you know, he don't really call you to comfort. So if you ain't spiritual, if you ain't in tune, I'm going to tell you, go ahead and log off and knock it. This ain't for you. This is for the people that are ready to go to the next level, take that next step and they walk of faith. So first off, I want to ask Karis, tell me what the separate from the pack mean to you. Um, to me, separating from the pack. <clears throat> mm, she's thinking deep, y'all. She getting, <laughs> she's digging deep. Um, I think separating from the pack is, okay, I'll say for me, I don't want to give like a textbook definition, but for me, separating from the pack has always been a very, um, difficult thing to kind of grapple with a difficult thing to kind of agree with just because I never wanted to be isolated I never liked to be by myself I never liked to be um like separated so for me it's always been hard but I think separation from the pack um means being pulled away to be able to develop who you are to develop your character because when you're around other people you're always influenced by what they do like even if you're not physically doing what exactly what they're doing eventually you'll pick up their words pick up their body language pick up their behaviors all that stuff so i think being separated from the pack helps you develop your character helps you develop who you are mm-hmm. also i might add separate from the pack is nothing that anybody ever decides on their own yeah nobody will wake up like i'm separate from the pack it's mm-hmm. either God separates you from things that happen or your friends start acting different or you start noticing that your people moving differently or it might just be you. You might be moving different and then you might think everybody else is acting different, but it's really you. Yeah. So separate from the pack is nobody's first choice. You might say, I decided to do it on my own, but it's nobody's first choice to even to think about I'm going to be different, separate, separate from the pack. It's just something that happens. So when it happens, you don't even notice it's it's almost done. So it's, it's going to happen to everybody along your journey, but don't even lie and say that it's your it's your thought or your choice to be to separate from the pack and be totally different. Everybody want to be different, but not totally different, which comes when you start following Christ and being one of his disciples. All right, the next thing is, how do you deal with isolation from noticing you different? From those who are different from me? Uh, or just in general? Just when you notice that you had a call in your life that you was different oh. than others, how did you deal with the isolation that came from the separation? I cried a lot. Mm. It's very hard. <laughs> I was in high school when I was isolated. So, of course, in high school, everybody wants to be cool. Everybody wants to have friends. You never want to be isolated by yourself on the weekend. So, it was very hard. I cried a lot. I was uh, very sad a lot just because I was like, why am I being separated? Like, I don't deserve this. I deserve to, you know, have friends and all that kind of stuff. So, I think initially I dealt with it, you know, sleeping in the bed 10 hours a day, not talking to nobody. But then eventually, as I, you know, sought wisdom from my mother and my father, I realized that the isolation was um, from God. So then I turned to him and he was able to help me kind of process. And by the time I graduated high school, I was fine. I was good. I was like, okay, I understand isolation is not fun, but it's what's necessary for me to become the person that God wants me to be. So eventually I kind of become became comfortable with it. So it wasn't hard for me to you know, go to the movies by myself. It wasn't hard for me to sit in my room and just be with the father. It wasn't hard for me to, you know, do stuff by myself because I had, like God had taught me how to be by myself with him. So eventually it became easier. She basically said everything I'm going to say, but <laughs> when I first started dealing with isolation, um, just me being so crazy and 
confident in myself. I, I never really had to, like, I want to say a hard time. I noticed I was different, so uh, I dealt with it just by um, embracing it. In that time, I would play my music more. I read my word more, so I was, like, 15 and 16. I, I was noticing that the things I liked, other people didn't like, so the way I dealt with it is just by diving deep into the things that made me different anyway, so I'm different from wanting to read the word or listen to gospel music, so nobody wanted to do it, so I might, I might as well do it more and embrace it all the way to the fullest. Yeah. Uh, the next thing is... uh. Let me see. You say dealing with isolation because you're different. You are chosen. How do you know that you was that you chosen? Is that a tough question? Mm, no, I don't think it's a tough question. I would say I knew I was chosen first because my mother told me. She always tells a story of how she didn't want to have me. Like she already had my two brothers, and she was like, "I'm done." But God was like, "Nah, you're gonna have me." She always tells the story like she never wanted to have me, not because she hated me, but because she just didn't want to be taking care of three babies. Um, but she says that God was so, you know, adamant about me being born. Like he was really pressed about me being born that I had to have something good coming. So that's how I initially knew I was chosen. And then I guess just um, like reading my word, understanding that God chose us, you know, from the jump. Like he never... He never not wanted us. He always chose us. So I think reading my word kind of confirmed that I was chosen. Okay. I would say for me, what was the question again? How do you know you were chosen? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I knew, like I said before, I knew I was chosen because all the things that I took interest in, nobody else did. So I was like, uh, if nobody else is going to do it, I guess I'd do it. So I don't know if I was chosen or I chose myself, but I would say God <laughs> chose me. But the things I took interest in, nobody else even cared about. So I was like, I guess I'm the only one that's that's doing it. So if it's going to be anybody, it's going to be me. So it just was a... Uh, so you put yourself in position. I, I put myself in position. I'm trying to think of the word. It's not natural selection, but uh, what is, I was the only one there, so I had to answer the call. Okay. So yeah, that's how I look at it. It was by default. Yeah, and um, along my way, God sent other people, to, other like-minded people around me, so... I didn't. I wasn't alone forever, but I was alone for about the first year or two, and um, it really made me a stronger person, and also made me content with being alone, which can be good and bad. Mm-hmm. And how do you find confidence in yourself, and learn? How do you find confidence in yourself and learning the reason of why you are alone? So first, tell us how you find confidence in okay. yourself. Um, Sorry, y'all. I'm learning how to read still. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my confidence comes uh, from Christ. And not to be spiritual, not to be cliche. But go ahead, be, go ahead, be spiritual. We are, this is a spiritual show today. Go ahead. <laughs> that's a, that's the honest truth. Honestly, like before I really came to know Christ, I was like very self conscious, very insecure about who I was. Um, and of course, we all have our insecurities, and, you know, whatever. But before I was just I was a mess. Like I never believed that who I was was okay, who I was was enough. Um, but Christ really showed me who I was and he really showed me how wonderful I was. So just literally like spending, like during that period where I was isolated, like spending time with God helped me to find my confidence. Like who does God say I am? Who, you know, and once you hear what God says, then you're able to say, okay, oh, I see what he's talking about. I'm funny a little bit. I'm cute a little bit. bit. (laughs) I'm cute. I like to think I'm, you know, I'm cute. I like to think not even just like outward, but you know, I'm very gentle. I'm very gracious. I'm very kind. Um, you know, all of these things that God has shown me, I'm starting to believe because I've he's been rehearsing it to me over the years. And, you know, eventually, the more you study something, the more you read something, the more you're in the face of something, the more you start to believe it. So 
that's how I found confidence. Just understanding what God said about me and rocking with it. And how long did it take you to learn the reason of why you were alone? And do you think there's a reason for you being alone in the first place? Yes. Definitely a reason. Mm-hmm. I don't think God does anything by accident. So it's definitely a reason. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it maybe took me... Two years, I would say. Maybe two years to understand that I was alone for a reason that God really wanted to, you know, make me a woman of God, so to speak. Um, Maybe it took me two years, like two years in high school where I was just really by myself, really isolated. And God showed me why I was alone. So I would say, yes, there's a reason in probably about two years. All right, I want to say this right here. If you're alone right now, this thing, it may be for a reason. Look at the people around you and, and, and look. Are they doing things that you would, that will help you along your journey? Are the people that you're not around, are they successful? Are they doing things that's helpful to them or to you? So if you're alone right now, just think about it, it might be for a reason. And if you're not alone right now, look at the people around you. And it might be time for you to start being alone. If the, if the people around you are not pushing you to be better, push you towards your goals and your dreams, or just to be a, a upright, upstanding person, then it might be time for you to separate from the pack. So if you're alone... It might be for a reason. And if you're not alone, it might be time. Time to separate. And if you and or if you good or if you got good people around you, uh stay around them and just keep upbuilding each other. That's good. Um it was better in my head, but I think that's pretty good. <laughs> no, that was good. Came out good. <laughs> um, but um you got anything else you want to add on this topic before we move on? Um, I would say um don't be don't be discouraged or don't be upset if you find yourself alone. It's very hard, but it's like I said, it's always for a reason. Um, it's hard while you're in it, but um, don't be discouraged. It gets hard, but there is, uh, I don't know what word to use. There's beauty on the other side. Mm-hmm. You, re- you really learn who you are when you are alone well. with the Father. You really, really do. So keep pushing. It's hard, but it's worth it. I told y'all, boy, she's bright. <laughs> She deep. She can articulate those things I have going on in my mind. She's able to get it out. So that's why this is my first special guest. She's pretty smart, y'all. And um, I don't want to leave this topic. It's so good. But we're going to move on to something a little more, not really lighthearted, but not as deep. But that was a good topic. So if you got any questions, tell me your at name on social media if you want to tell them. Uh, my Instagram at name is... She don't even know it. She got to look it up on the phone. Shankin with three N. So S-H-A-N-K-E. N-N-N, that's Instagram. And then Facebook is just my name. He already put my government out there. So, yeah. Carrie Shanklin. That's where you can find me on any social media. If you want to chit-chat, you have questions, we can talk. No come with no nonsense. You don't play that much. <laughs> All right, my next question is, since you're a nurse, tell us about how has nursing been during the COVID-19? Oh, it's been very rough. No, nah, I'm not going to say rough. I won't say that. My unit... Um, doesn't really have a lot of COVID patients on it. So it's just people who are sick, people who are coming out of surgery. It's just like regular population people um, who are coming out of surgery. So that's my unit. But I think the hospital as a whole has really taken a a sharp turn because there's so many like regulations to keep people safe. There's so many things you have to do, like masks and face shields and protective equipment and all that stuff. Um, it's just a, it's a lot of changes, but I think what I've noticed recently is I get you have to prepare for disease. You have to make everybody, make sure everybody is safe. But I think now we're so focused on um, 
COVID-19 that we're kind of neglecting the way that regular things run. And not to say that we shouldn't. I think COVID-19 is very important and should be focused on, but I think there needs to be a better balance between taking care of COVID patients and taking care of regular population because you get lost in taking care of the new that you um, neglect the old. So I think nursing during COVID-19 has been much of the same, but I've just noticed that things are shifting more towards COVID instead of the regular population patients who still need care, who still need staff and all that stuff, if that makes sense. It makes sense. I have nothing to add on that. I don't know nothing about nursing <laughs> or barely about COVID. You got anything else you want to add or talk about? Um, be safe. If you're going to go out, please be safe. I know he lifted the order. Oh, we about to turn up all my no. Floridians, man. Go to the beach. Go, to the, go have fun. Y'all especially need to chill. Y'all already turned up earlier. I'm going straight to the barbershop. Oh, God. Just, just be safe. <laughs> if you're going to go out, fine. But I'll see y'all in the hospital. Yeah, see, it don't matter if you get sick because the more sick you get, the more patients you get, the more money that will come to her way yep, later on with more, more hours. So. Mm-hmm. so, but don't get sick. Stay healthy. And um, this went by faster than I thought it would be. I enjoyed it today. Hope you guys enjoyed my guests. We're just going to have some small talk maybe for 10 seconds or 10 more minutes. We'll see where it leads us. You got any topics you want to touch on real quick? Mm, it's your podcast. You got something to make me storm out? You got something crazy to say? Nah, I've been, I've been very polite today. Okay. I ain't make nobody storm out unless you don't love God. Then you might storm out. Um, but if you don't love God, start loving him. He's the he's the key. He's the answer. You know, God is lit. He's the way. I was talking to one of my homeboys at the gas station the other day. Uh, I was I was getting off work. His name is Dom. Shout out to you, bro, man. You you really inspired me, bro. Like, dude, you just make God seem cool. You was like, bro, God's number one. He just he, like, it's lit to love God, bro. So shout out to you, bro, man. You you make me happy to be you know loving Jesus, man. You you was you was a you cool. You solid and you love God, man. I, I love seeing solid dudes that love God. Cause all right, all right. Y'all about to storm out now. Way too much in church. The young guys that love God, they ain't hard enough, bro. They be too soft. I'm, I'm, I'm going to start venting real quick. Oh, so I love seeing solid young men and guys. And y'all know what I mean by solid. Not They hard. They ain't the fake hard. They ain't, they ain't doing too much. But I love seeing solid men and God, man. Not the people that be like, I don't know about him, bro. He a little, I don't know. He a little, right now, my hand doing the wave. Y'all know the oh, wave God. I'm talking about. See, the show over now. I'm doing my little venting. So... I love seeing solid young men and guy. That's what I want to build up. I want to build up solid young men and guy. You know, just make a better man, great man stuff, that type of stuff like that, man. So keep being solid, man. And shout out to everybody that's listening. If you're listening, shout out to you, man. You got anybody you want to shout out? Um, no, not really. You're not even mom, daddy, brother. Sister. I mean, yeah, the, the default, my mama, my daddy, my brother. Uh, my brother don't got a Facebook, but shout out to him anyway. Um, I love them. Yeah. All right. Shout out to everybody. Shout out to my mama, Mel Franklin. She 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 got a lot of advice. Uh, shout out to all my dogs out there, all my people back home. All my dogs. Yeah, all my dogs. I know y'all it is, man. I told you I'm gonna say my dog. Um, who else? A shout out to. Uh, shout out to God. Salute to you. You number yeah. one. Thank you, Jesus. Big time. Yeah. Shout out to me for taking this step. Um, <laughs> shout I'm out to y'all. me for being a great first. Shout out uh, to my first guest. guest. She's a little serious. I want her to be a little more jokey, but she knows she she was real serious. I like it though. It was it was a good vibe. You didn't tell me what vibe we were starting with, so here well, we it are. was it was spiritual. So I guess she yeah, was good. I had to be locked in. All right, guys, this right here is banter. Hope you guys like it. I'm I'm just I'm just experiment with new big words on this show every episode and every show. I'm gonna give y'all a different nickname. I got today. I'm KJ. Next episode might be stunt a drip. Just stay tuned for more, man. We enjoyed y'all. Hope you enjoyed us. Have a great day. Signing off on the Storm Out Podcast with my special guest. Sign out. Karis.
right. I, guess, I guess I gotta make a sign, signing off thing. Oh, um. Bye. Okay. <laughs>